1: I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. I think we do is based
0: on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own intellect. We watch this and that's what we call it. That's why I love There you have it. You have an effective show.
1: Glory to God. Woo. Hallelujah. So this morning, purified. That's that thing for this morning? Purified. Purified. Glory to God. Are we ready? Purified. All right? Yeah.
0: Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky.
1: 60. Look at that. Bible says that God saw all he had made and it was very good. So, God's plan for the earth is what? Very good. Okay? Why, why, why are we in this topic, right? Now, we've been in a, in a series for over the past few months, you know, talking about revival, the sick being ill, the dead raised, you know, stuff like that, you know. That is wonderful, right? But to, to, to have balanced Christians, okay, you must work in, not just the gifts, also the fruit of the spirit. There must be gifts growing, you know, and fruits also growing. Alright? If you have just gifts, you might just blow up. If just gifts you might you might you know, a gift gifts alone can ruin a believer. All gifts no fruits can actually ruin the person. The person will get proud, you know, arrogant, even living in stark sin while doing miracles. Alright? What happens to the They crash. They crash and they, they crash and burn as in their ministries crash. They they end very poorly. So, you know, I heard about, you know, some, some events, in, I think in Canada, not, not Canada, some parts of America, some, you know, in the early 2000s. They had a massive revival, you know, massive revival. People are getting healed and older. But guess what? After, after a, a, few, a few years, pastor, father, the pastor, you know, was dating intern, left his wife, all sorts, church crashed, revival ended. Okay? So, we must also maintain not just a revival of miracles, but also a revival of holiness there Must be a revival. Sorry, i move about. Okay, <laughs> there must be a revival of holiness. Holiness, purification. So the early church wasn't just all miracles, it was miracles and holiness. The people had reverential fear of God. Did you understand? So not just, not just I, I hear the second yeah, that's that's wonderful, right? But if we don't follow it up with the culture of holiness, bad things they happen. Do you understand? So we must not just desire to do the miracles and all that. Must also there must be a desire in you to live right before God. To please God. To walk in holiness. To get better and better every time. To grow in character and power to the image of the Son. To as to be like Christ in character and in power. There must be a balance for you to be a mature Christian. A balance of what? Character and power. Character alone, devil will chew you, right? And you have being effective. Power alone, sin will finish you. Do you understand? But well, that balance of character and power makes for a mature and effective believer. Glory to God. The more you rise in ministry, in, 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 in gifts and in you know, power, the more prone you are temptations, the more prone you are to what destroys men. You become more visible. Suddenly, every girl wants you Amen. You know how we have those? Let me—is a little sob. Have you seen those singers, those fine, fine male singers, or those gospel singers, those fine ones? Dante Boy, Brandon Lake. You know what girls do? My husband, <laughs> my man, right? My husband. We will not call their names. We will not call their names. We we'll just forgive them. Okay, we we'll give them mercy. Right? You know this particular guy also, Sean Sean, is Sean Bolts. Is a prophetic guy. he will be that people are telling that you yeah, are my husband. The guy is married, though. Don't that God said it is you that is my husband. He's married. You know what that means? That if he lacks character, one day will just ah. And my wife, hey, yeah, let's go ahead now. You know, and he will crash and burn. All right. So we must sustain a culture of revival with also revival of holiness. Again. The more you rise, ministry gifts, the more prone you are to temptation. The more visible you are, the more you can abuse power. Amen. So we have seen all, all over church history how you know big men of God that reputation crashed and burned, on burned, burned. Okay. Okay, because of sin. Do you understand? So we must, as we are growing gifts, we must be growing fruits. In fact. If you are all gifts, no fruit, don't. You should not minister because you will kill yourself. Do you understand? So it's why you can be so talented, and so gifted, but pastor, is, pastor is, is just trying like to just keep you back a bit. It's just uh, not, not exposing you because if you expose too much, um, you. Do you understand? So I can sing like 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 angel, you know. I can sing like an angel when I sing. People fall under the power of God, all well and good. But if your character is not good. Please sit down. Um, it, it can ruin you. Do you understand? So there must be a, you know, a growth of character and power. Not only that, right? Seen as a way of destroying lives. Reuniting families. Families. Okay? Um, man divorces wife. I'm I, I saying I met love of my life. I met a new girl, you know, I met a new babe. She's everything. You know, I, I met my soul mate. Right? After being married, right? you know, I met his soul mate. And before then, he has a wife. He has children. He leaves home. Family is ruined. Okay? Children, 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 that, children most, most, most times when they come from such sort of, sort of families, it's difficult for them to turn right. It becomes extra you know, effort, turn on rights. Homes are destroyed. Now make it worse. When the father is a Christian that, that looks like a Christian to everybody. Now it becomes like, all of you are hypocrites to the child. You get? So these things are pretty important. Alright? And because sin begets more sin. No, we say, yeah, the more you do this, the more you do these things. The more you eat the sick, the more you eat the sick. So also, the more you sin, the more you sin. Sin begets more sin. It's like it's a race to zero. Right? Living in sin, is a race to zero. The more you sin, the more you sin. The more you sin, the more you sin, the more you sin. Alright? So it starts with, it's why you see the award today. Funny ideology, right? started from the Little Liberties. It now became... And we can be gay now. This is choice. Love is love. Love is love. Now, what are, what are we seeing now? New things, Children's sexuality, no child sexuality. You don't like a pedophilia. You can see it's usually a race to zero. A race. to... <laughs> I saw sometimes ago also people clamoring for right to sleep with animals. Again, it's usually a race to zero. The more sin becomes acceptable, the more people want to sin to, to make up for the sin. You understand? The more you sin, the more. So we must discuss these things, right? So we can all, you know, know we are in Christ and live up to what, what, what we expected of, what's expected of us. Is that good? Alright? Someone will say, but what's my own? I, I always, you know, I always live right. Yeah, I know you do, right? But um, the thing about this is that we must, keep, we must keep hearing these things so that it can keep you stable and growing consistently, right? So you don't, you know, you don't get caught unaware. Glory to God. Amen so purified. Alright? So, before, before sin, when God made the earth, everything was perfect. The world was good. For God said, everything was very good. God told man, have dominion over what? The fish of the sea, the bird of the air, over everything. So, man had full dominion. Meaning that a lion could not bite a man. Amen. You, you get no matter what, man had full dominion everything that to man. You know the way Christ spoke to the wind and said, wind stopped. That's where Adam was. He did wind, wind stopped. Man had full dominion until sin came. So up until sin came in Genesis 3, everything was very good. Right? Everything was very good. All right? Man had full dominion over everything. Man was like Christ, you know, reasonably, right? Control over everything. Nothing could harm man. No poison, no disease, no germ could hurt him. No bacteria, no virus, no fungi could hurt him. No COVID could hurt him. Do you understand? So, originally, man had everything going well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It was so good that God would come down in the cool of the day and talk to man. Genesis 3 tonight 9. It says he will come down in the cool of the day and talk. You know, there was, there was, there was, there was rapport with God. There was with God. There was union. There was there, there was there was you know sweet relationship with God until until the fall. Glory to God. So we should know this, that the way the world is right now is not the way God wants it to be. This is this the way the world is right now is not God's plan for the world. When someone says you know if God is love why is the world so bad? You know I saw one yesterday you know um, there was a flood somewhere and someone turned around and said and people say there's a God. All right, so I, I understand the pain, right? And I also get the ignorance. All right, so you know the way the world is right now is not what God planned it to be. The broken homes, the broken lives, the tears, the sadness, the issues. Right? Some people are actually really suffering, as in they are suffering. You get that? Is that is this is not how God wanted it to be? The struggles, the lack, the pain. The bad dreams, the sickness—some people have, have, you know, they've really seen this life. This is not this way it works right now. is not God's plan, okay? But something happened, and this went a wire. Genesis two fifteen seventeen, Genesis two fifteen seventeen fifteen seventeen, Genesis two fifteen to seventeen, Genesis two fifteen to seventeen. The Lord. The Lord God took man the Lord God took t- and put him in the Garden of Eden to walk it and to care for it. 16. 16. And the Lord God
0: commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But when you eat from it, you will certainly die.
1: Look at that. So, you know, God gave man a law. Just one law. Of all things in this garden, you are free to eat, right? But just of this particular one tree, okay? Don't touch this tree. If you eat of it, you will surely die. In fact, the the Hebrew looks like, in dying, you shall die. Okay? If you eat of this, in dying, you will die. All right? So, Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis Genesis 3.
0: Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed big leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Please pause.
1: Now, before now, right, they were actually, you know, in that particular state. But it dawned on them that they were naked after eating of the fruit of this tree. So what happened? When they ate of that tree, something changed in them. They became aware, you know, they became, some, something changed in them, and they became aware of the change in them. Like saying, I'm suddenly awake right now, I'm like, okay, I'm not wearing clothes. They were like that before, as in physically, right? But they didn't know until they ate of the fruit of that tree. So when they ate of the fruit, of that tree, they, they died instantly. Spiritual death. Spiritual death. You know, suddenly they realized that a, 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 a glory of some sort had left them. They became aware, you know, of... They became suddenly aware in a bad awareness, sort of. Do you understand? Suddenly they realized, okay, I'm naked right now. Something had changed in them. So, you know, the, their death was instantaneous. Spiritual death. Okay, so they, they didn't die physically yet, right? But they died spiritually. Something changed in them. And next thing, in verse 8, God called out... And you know, man had gone to hide. The same God that would come down and talk with man, suddenly man felt so, so low, so dirty, so guilty, so condemned. Man by himself went to hide. Do you understand? Why? Something had changed in the nature of man. That nature that meant union with God, that meant communion with, that meant love relationship with God, had changed. So they knew instantly. It was an instantaneous change in them and it had an effect. Suddenly, they were running from God. Glory to God. So the first death, the man died by sin was spiritual death. A change of nature. A change of consciousness of nature. You get And the first effect was this. They suddenly knew shame. Before then, everything was very good. Man knew no shame. Suddenly, you know, shame came and man ate God and ran to hide. Okay, so um, the, the natural sinful, man, sinful man's response to a, a, a pure God is to go and hide. That feeling of shame and guilt makes, you know, the natural man to run from God. Glory to God. Please go on. Please follow me. I'm building up. Just follow, okay?
0: Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from?
1: Please pause. Now in chapter 2, right? God talked to man, you know, Gave man instructions, you know, did all that. Man did not run. Suddenly was afraid and ran. Sin and, and the resultant guilt and shame. Okay? There was fear suddenly. Naturally, man, should, not, man should, should, should reverence God, right? Love God, right? But not fear as to run away from God. Running from God was a sign of the sin nature at work in man. All right? So, immediately God asked him, have you eaten of that tree? Because only that tree could have caused that reaction. Do you understand? Only that tree could have caused the reaction of running away from God in fear and in shame. Please go on.
0: The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruits from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this,
1: It's not as though God suddenly puts pain on childbirth. This is the consequence of the death they died. Do you understand? So it's not that God is saying, you've done this, I will show you pay, pay. Do you understand? It's not God saying, I will show you pay because of what you have done. It was really not the consequence of sin. So, the, you know, um, don't read the I will as though God is saying, I will punish you today. See it as God written out the consequence of what has what already happened. Do you understand? So it's like saying, if you touch this electric electric cable to shock you, I've put loss in it so that if you touch it, it will shock you. So it's not about me or not, it's about you. If you touch it, to shock you. Do you understand? So I'm not saying, co- 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 what you have done right now? You touch this thing here, my No. So it's not as though God, at that particular point, you know, inflicted pain on man. It was written out the effects of man's sin. So don't say, you know, God, it's, it is lost. For example, you know, the, the, the ark. When that guy touched the ark and, and died, it wasn't as if God said, angel killing now. No, there was a law on the ark. If you touch the ark, you die. Do you understand? So there was a law in the operation, right? That when man sin, man dies. And the dead is spiritual. Spiritual death has physical consequences. So these are the consequences of spiritual death. Do you understand? Do you understand? Good. Please go on. Yeah. De- now, Adam, back I, I I like I like to run another piece just just a minute. Says your your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Now I like to say this that this is a consequence of, of the sin nature of sin. So man bullying wife and saying man of the house is not God's desire. This is sin consequence in action. So when you see, you know the inequality, the oppression, the suffering, the, the all, all that, 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 some, that some men put their wives through, they are acting out the sin nature. So when a believing man does the same thing, there's a problem. When a saved man not, not does the same, there's a problem. And, and it's feeling that, he I'm man of the house, he needs not seem to be a bully, then he's acting out sin, sin nature ignorantly. So this is not God's desire. From the beginning, it was not so. Do you understand? Again, so we must not live our lives as people in the same nature. So it's why, you know, I saw an argument again online about this um, Hebrew man, Kineko, how the 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 light and all that. All oh, well, i Let me the light. That's not the point. But the believer can believe God for stress-free childbirth because this is not meant. To, this is not God's desire. Again, so this is not meant to be. That, 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 that believers, you know, almost die in childbirth. It is not meant to be. So, you can by faith have stress-free childbirth and people have done so. Alright? So, in a bit to correct doctrine, you know, don't take away, don't take away faith. at faith. Don't say, ah, childbirth is stressful. Yes, it can be, but it can also be stress-free. Glory to God. Please go on. So, suffering to make ends meet was not God's original plan. So, don't dignify poverty. Let me say it here. Don't dignify poverty. Don't suspect wealth. No, believers do. You see, a rich, a rich pastor, he stole the money. That's meant to be the norm for the believer. This is not what's meant to be. Suffering and struggling is not meant to be. This is not God's plan for you. So, so, so if you're here today, plan to move forward. Have faith to change level. Don't build the house in in poverty. As don't don't now be, uh, you know, I'm poor to serve God. Poor is not pious. Poverty is not... It doesn't make you holy. I believe strongly actually that it's harder to serve God, I personally believe. It's harder to, to, to stay true in poverty and in riches, personal belief. Because when you have not paid your bills, someone said, a poor man has no values. It's difficult to maintain values when you don't have money to feed your children. You are, so you're in government seats. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, to make it right, right? I'm just explaining. You are, you are, where you can just change one zero. And if you put that zero... All your bills will be paid. If you don't put that zero, your child is in hospital. it's a much higher level of temptation. That that zero will save your life. In quotes, do you understand? So, and the devil knows this. So he wants to keep people poor. He wants to keep people poor. So don't, don't, don't live poor. Don't stay there. Have a desire to have abundance. That is God's plan. See, whatever is not very good is not God's plan for the believer. You should live in very good, in excellence, in all things working for you. You might be there today and lack another, but don't stay there. Have a dream of a better life. Amen. People in private jets, they they don't have two heads. People in private jets, they don't have two heads. They don't have three. You know the first about this. When we see a rich unbeliever, we don't have a problem with it. Zuckerberg is rich. Glory to God. People are happy about it. They you know, when year a pastor is rich, everybody starts crying. We give our value to that. We give our value. I mean, we give our value. So how come we appreciate Zuckerberg's value more than the value we give? Something's wrong with people. When you put an esteem on physical, normal, and spiritual value, something's wrong with you. When you think Google good guy is rich, but it's not a problem, it gives us value. For you, that is all the value you can see. Someone comes there and gives you spiritual value. The sick is healed. People are getting better. People are growing. That is a lot of value. Glory to God. Yeah. All right? So, poverty is not God's plan, also. So, we see the effect of sin. That suddenly pain came, suffering came, poverty came. So, what we see right now is a follow through of what happened in Genesis 3. Sin. Sin brought with it pain. Suffering, poverty, evil, wickedness, racism, the, the stronger one oppressing the weaker one, all as, a def- as an effect of what happened in Genesis 3. So we see one way one from Genesis 5 and another. This is at the point that the world was so evil, it was so evil, God first cleared it first with the flood. That's how bad the world was. So when you see our world today, you can trace every issue back to sin. Now, for example, Africa is not it's not poor resource resource wise. What's our problem? Corruption. Corruption. Um, try that one again? Tribalism. We? So we will see that you know every issue can be traced back to sin. The lack, the poverty, all that can be traced back to sin. Are you following, guys? Are we distracted? Are you following? Is it good? Are you following online? All right. If you're online, sit on your chair. Don't go anywhere. Don't go make that tea. Sit down. Alright. Okay? So someone so will now say, you know, what is God doing about the world the way it is? Is he just watching? Now, God has two plans, right? Plan one, that saves people will fix the world. Amen. That says people what? Fix the world. Matthew 5, 13, and 13, 16. Sort of the air, light of the world. Okay? It says plan that we are sought and light to fix yet. Plan one. Plan two is this that at the end of all things, it will make all things new. Do you understand? So we, we might, man might fail, as even as, as believers, to fix the world, right? What has a better plan. That at the end of it all, it will make all things, all things new. There'll be no sighing, no weeping, no crying, no hunger. Okay? So God has a plan to restore, to fix all things, okay? Amen. That, that should comfort you. That one day will come, you know, one will build the Lord, that everything will work well. Glory to God. No more pain, no suffering, right? But also right now, there is something in you right now, the Holy Ghost in you right now, can help you to live, you know, even on earth, as soon well as possible as though you are in heaven. You can live sickness free. You can live problem free. You can live lack free. All things are possible to the one that believes. Glory to God! You can fix your nation. That's huh, so only one person said yes. You can fix your country. Yes. Glory to God! All things are possible to the one that believes. So we need to have dreams of how you can you know make this get better. Glory to God! All right, let's go further. So we see Adam, our our our, our rep, our representative as as, um, as man sinned and fell on our behalf. Someone will say, but it's not fair. How, do, how does one man, Adam, cause all this for us? Now, even in, even in politics, right, you, you elect you know, a representative. Oh, vote, oh, vote. You won the election. Abhi, whatever he does affects you. He says, I did it for on your behalf. So if, for example, now, whatever Buari and, and, the, and the Senate agree on and sign, you are there, you are not there. They did it on your behalf. It is, ba- it is binding on you. So, if they say the country, you sow the country. Amen. 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 You understand? You cannot say, I was not there, okay? People that represent, represent you sow the country. Glory to God, okay? So, um, man inherited Adam's sin. When Adam, Adam sinned, all sinned. Romans 5, 12. Romans five twelve. Are we learning, please? Is it good? Is it up? Fine. Awesome.
0: But the gift is not like Exposed. the
1: church. Now, when Adam sinned, all sinned. Okay? And from Adam, all through, death was put into man's account. You know, so the sin and death that Adam sinned, we all sinned and died in Adam. Glory to God. So all man sinned and died in Adam. Is why everyone is unsaved as the sin nature. This, the, the death there is a nature, you know, the sin nature. Everyone unsaved has the sin nature. So it's why you cannot say that this person is good and it's not born again. You are, you are, you are, you are putting yourself in, in, in grave risk to trust an save man. Because even saved people act anyhow. Mm-hmm. So to now say, he's not saved, but he's a nice guy. Ah. The Bible says the art of man is what? Yes. Desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. See, when you see our, our water, you know the man is wicked. Man is wicked. Okay? Not man as in gender, mankind. Glory to God. Alright? Please go on.
0: But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gifts that came by the grace of the one man Jesus Christ overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought
1: justification. Look at that. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation for everybody. So everyone, you know, in Adam was condemned. I'm, I'm saying the bad process, so I can forget to the good parts. So just follow. Alright? Please go on.
0: For if, by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive god 's abundant provision for how much more will those who receive god 's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man Jesus Christ Go on. consequently, just as one trespass results resulted in condemnation for all people. So also, one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous.
1: Yeah. So, that, that's fine. So, through man's disobedience, all sinned. All became sinners. All right? So, Adam did this for you. Okay? <laughs> in Adam, all... Became sinners, right? Ephesians twenty-three, Ephesians two one to three, Ephesians two one to three, Ephesians two one to three. three. Quickly.
0: As for you, you were dead in your transgressions Decider, and sins. You were dead. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient all of us who lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts like the rest we were by nature deserving of wrath look at that,
1: it says we are all deserving by nature, we were all deserving the wrath of God alright someone will now say, you know but it's not fair, I didn't sin Adam sinned, and I'll ask you, really? so I'll now ask you, since so you have been born have you liked Have, okay, have you liked this morning? Mm. Not this morning, sir. But you've this week. Mm. Okay, have you stolen before? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't count, have you? Yeah. It doesn't count. Should we go further? Have you had sex or mind before? No. No, not what I'm doing. I'm reading for us. The charge against everybody. So you can pick your own. Wait, so you can, pick, I'm, I realize I'm coming from You, you can pick yours. So we'll now say, Well, I've not done it before. We'll now ask you, Have you thought about it before? Yeah. Oh. Have you seen? <laughs> 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 have you seen a guy like, Oh boy, this guy is going to be. <laughs> Guys, I will not ask him because I already know. Okay? So, you can't stand before God and say, I am guiltless. You cannot. You can't. Because he will tell you, I see your thoughts. Now, some of us think people are good because, because we don't see them doing those bad things. Or we think we are good because we could not, we not do those bad things. Now, and I now ask you, why, why are you did those bad things? Is it because you, is it because you don't want to do it or, or because you are too confident to do it? You are too scared to do it. Or, was it that you didn't do it because you didn't want to or because you are too scared, you are a coward, you couldn't do it? So, for example, I was in secondary school. And I never flew the fence. But I wanted to. But I didn't just like wallah. <laughs> no, I didn't just like trouble. Ah, they will not catch you. Or n- 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 no, you know, because what's going happen in town? They might fight and break bottles you know, in town. Because people don't you know, break bottles like mad people. So, like, I don't want trouble. You know, when I was in school, I could not fight also. I was angry, but, like, but I don't want anyone to put my feet. I don't want anything to my feet. I don't want any scar or something. So I never fought. Now, I wanted to fight. I was angry. But I didn't fight because I didn't want trouble. Not because I was a person you understand? But well, I, I, I did things at the back to show my anger. Wow. Yeah. I was skim and do all sorts. So, I'm, so, so, this is the question. Were you good because you were good or because you were too scared to act evil? Someone will now say, I never had sex. Is it because you don't want to were scared of pregnancy? Well, well, or there was no babe, or the baby did not answer you, well, or you were in no all boys school. Do you understand? So when you not tell God that I was, I'm only, I, I really, <laughs> I, I like the way God answers when I say those things, like really. So last week I was telling, I was telling God in my mind that I prayed for someone and did not work. And God told me, "Really, you did." And I said, "God, I said it, you no, know, like like I kind of, really, okay. that mm-hmm, okay. you did." Okay. So there's a way you can, I got like, but we, we, me and you, we know each other. We know, okay, we know. So you can't tell God that, that the original sin, being in your account, is unfair because you have your own sins also. Amen. All Adam did was eat the fruit; you have done worse. Hey. Well, so so, so you, you can't even blame Adam. That Adam Adam wrecked you. You've done worse than Adam. You've done worse than Adam. Amen. Oh, that was, that was so you can't stand before God and say, "God, you are unfair. I'm fair." You can't. You cannot. You can't. No man can. It also means that, in the right conditions, you do worse. In the right conditions, what you do will shock you. The sinful man, the, the unsaved man, right conditions, right motivation. People can do anything. Someone can say, "But I'm so kind. I'm not gonna come, But someone touches his wife, and we now see all the evil in him come out. Or someone touches his child. Or someone touches his dog, like that, like that movie. He killed his dog, and all, all broke loose. Just dog. John Wick. Yeah. So, in the right conditions, natural man is capable of supreme evil. What you will do as an unsafe man will shock you. Eh, Barry is bad. Can you call, can, you call, can you call? Are you sure that if you spend that kind of power and control, you won't do can us? You, can you say that you will not do us? Ah. Me, even as a believer, right now, I used to pray to God that God, by faith, in, by grace through faith, I will not. Because when you smell that level of power and control, where well you can. Something happens. Some offense just success. That guy. Shh. And that guy just shoots, disappears, Can't find him. You can't him for like about almost, almost two years now. He's not found the guy. Nobody. Nothing. They don't know where he is. They don't know where he is. So, man without Christ, even you're a mature believer, okay, is capable of very bad things. So you can't say God is unfair with putting Adam's sin on you. You can only say it if you have not sinned before. Glory to God. Yes, thank you. I'm going to get there. So also, right, the same way, look at this, the way people, the way it can seem unfair that one man's sin condemned you. It's also how it seems unfair, unmerited that one man's act of righteousness justifies you. Yes, Do you understand? Mm-hmm. All that condemned you was one man's sin, right? All that frees you also is one man's act of righteousness that, that Christ did. So if you say that it was unfair that Adam's and you, and you sinned, that's yes, not unfair that Christ paid for your sins. Yes, we can. We can. So it's why. The same way you didn't do anything, anything to end Adam's sin. It's also how you don't do anything to end the grace of God. Don't do anything. Just say, okay, I want sin. That's how you do. I want sin. I, I believe. I want sin. You only want in, And guess what? This one followed many trespasses. All the sins you ever commit, put on Christ. All the guilt, all the shame, all the condemnation, the, the money you stole, everything, times you lied and skimmed, everything put on Christ. All you just say I want in. And, and in doing that, all your, all your wrongdoings, your condemnation, your guilt is put on Christ. Do we understand? Amen. Glory to God. Now, go back to Romans 5, Romans 12. Let's read it through. Let's pray it. Amen. Amen.
0: Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned, to be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin, the judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. Justification just means
1: declared not guilty. Declared right with the law, right with God. So the act of one man, Jesus Christ, end you justification. God declares you not guilty. Not because you did it right, not because you never lied, but because he paid. The price for your sins. He took upon himself your sins. So that you can walk free. So all you ever did, and all you will ever do has been accounted for. Do you understand? So that you can walk free. Walk free. Talking about carrying a guilt, you know, every of guilt on your shoulder. Walk free. Because of the act of one man, please go on. Let's finish. It, let's finish. It.
0: For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of the right of righteousness reign in life through the one man Jesus Christ. See that. Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man the many will be made righteous. Now, pause.
1: So he says, one must act made us sinners. Another must act made us what? Righteous. So, it can't be both. Can Can I be a sinner, a righteous man? You cannot be both. So you cannot say, I'm a sinner saved by grace. You can say, I was a sinner saved by grace. Do you understand? You have now in Christ, when you receive Christ, you become his righteousness. Do you understand? So call yourself what God calls you. Good? Please go on. The law was brought in
0: so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
1: Hallelujah. First Peter twenty-four. First Peter twenty-four. First Peter twenty-four. First Peter twenty-four. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Why does time fly so fast here? What happens? Is it me, or the time? Is the time? I blame the time right now. Yeah, hallelujah. All right, let's go there. Are we there? Amen. He himself
0: bore our sins. You see that. In his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed.
1: Amen. Go on, 25.
0: For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You see that. Go, okay,
1: go to go 21, 21, 21, 21, 21. 21, awesome, 21. Are we learning? Yes, Good. God. Amen. 21. To this
0: you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no tr- threats. Instead, he
1: entrusted himself to him who judges justly. You see that? He never committed the sin. So the way some people can say, but I didn't do anything, even there's a lie. But I, I took on Adam's sin, even though it's a lie. But in this case, he never committed any sin. Okay? But he now bore on himself our sins. He reversed the equation. Do you understand? So he said, he himself bore our sins. So God... Put on Christ. He was the sins of us all. Amen. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Help me. Isaiah 53. Just give me 10 minutes, okay? 10 minutes extra. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. All right? Glory to God. Are we learning? All right.
0: and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. You see that? Go on. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the
1: iniquity of us all. You see that? So God put on Christ, you know, the iniquity of us all. So Christ took your sins. He took your shame. He took your guilt. So you can be declared guiltless. Do you understand? So it means right now that it does not matter what you have been through. What you have done. Where you have gone. Those things that hold you back they have all been put on Christ. Let me tell you something. Paul did the worst of all this. Went about killing Christians. Like that was his JD. They didn't send him. He went and told the high priest, just back me, say, I will do, I will do this work for you. I will go and I will kill them myself. So he traveled from place to place. And he was traveling, missionary, missionary modra. From place to place, drag people out, beat them, and they were killed. Also, in fact, when they killed Stephen, Paul was there helping to hold their clothes, change them on. Everybody look back, you know. It was the, you know. But even him, that he, he called himself worst of sinners, the worst of sinners, even he saved by grace through faith. All he did was say yes, Lord. So. It does not matter what you have been through. What saves you is what saved me. What saves us all. What Christ has done. So, he's declaring you guilt-free. Meaning that the guilt you carry is now illegal. Now, if the one you offended, Jesus, God, is saying, I let you go. I free you. It means, you know, for it now, be holding back yourself in guilt and shame. It's unnecessary. W- waste of time. Waste of pain. The one that you actually offended says, I let you go. So you should walk about knowing I'm the freed of the Lord. Do you understand? So you should let down that guilt. Someone thinks, I've done so many bad things, I can't be saved. Like me. Saved me, go to heaven. Yeah, hack, hack, hack. how? But the Bible says he has put on Christ the word iniquity of us all. So the, the, the sinner at the cross. What did Christ tell him? What did he say? A simple prayer. That you know I, I said again, the prayer of man at the cross. It's prayer, man. Man at the cross. A simple, a, simple, a simple, there was no Lord, please, please, I don't want, he didn't confess his sin, he didn't confess sin, he didn't do anything, he just made a simple prayer and God told him that today, you will be with me in paradise, so all he had done did not matter, do you understand? Yeah. So I want you to take this home with you, that when you receive Christ, you walk free, you walk free, Yes, you have made mistakes. Yes, you have, done very, you have done, someone has done very bad things. Yes. Yes. But God wants you to be free. You know why? Guilt does not help anybody. In fact, in my experience, guilt breaks more sin. Amen. Guilt only sinks people down and down, low and low. God would have you walk free. Romans 1, Romans 16 to 18. Romans one sixteen to 18. Romans one sixteen to 18. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Man, I need time. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Help me. Are we learning? Yes,
0: For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. You see that?
1: God's on this God's righteousness. That is by faith alone. From faith to faith. Not something you earn by good behavior. It is by faith from first to last. Amen. Ephesians 2, 8-10. It says, um, by grace we are saved through faith. Not of work so that nobody can boast about it. So it is a free gift of salvation. You don't walk to end it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Romans four. Romans 4, to eight. Seven minutes more now, okay? Romans 4, I said ten, four, not seven. Romans four to eight.
0: What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If in fact Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. Yeah. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works.
1: Blessed are those. Course, David understands, though, because from his history, he understands God's forgiveness. David understands. David took a man's wife. He had plenty of women. Crazy stuff. He had plenty of women. He could, he could even marry more legally because he was king. But he took one son's wife, slept with her, got her pregnant, killed the man. In fact, he, he made sure the man died. He told them, Pull this, see, this is not fair this is, a soldier fighting for you. You were at home. You should be at war because it was a time when kids go to war. You were at home lounging. You sent a and is actually a reasonably good man. As a very loyal soldier, you put him in front of the battle just so that he can die. Now, it it, it happened and like he, he didn't feel guilty. He didn't know you had done bad. The first came out and telling him telling him in parables, he was even angry that who's the kind of person, kill the person. No, 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 no. To me, that wasn't even thinking about his own guilt. God forgave him. So you understood what it means to be forgiven by God. That no matter that no matter what you do, the mercy of God even understood. So it means that even if you have killed somebody, there's mercy for you. The mercy of God. Yes, the mercy of God. The mercy of God. The mercy. So embrace God's mercy.
0: Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one who sinned. The Lord will never count against Look them. Look at
1: that. Blessed, please follow me guys, is the one who sin He will never count against them. David's sin spoke about our day. When Christ will take upon himself all our sins so that the Lord does not count your sins against you. Do you understand? This is the beauty of grace. That you can walk free of shame and stand before God without you've ever done in the past and stand before a holy God and feel welcome. That's why he says that you should boldly approach the throne of grace, not cowardly, not 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 trembling, boldly approach the throne of grace. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Is old things are passed away. Even when even when any man in Christ sins, they have all been put on Christ. Yes, sin is despised. Yes, God hates sin. Yes, we also ate sin, right? But God has made provision for your sin. Do you understand? Yes, so walk free of the guilt. Someone says, you know, maybe this, this sin that I did last year is why today don't hear my prayer. No. God has put on Christ the, word, the iniquity of us all. Your sins are forgiven. Past, present, and future. So, as you get into this, if you understand the form, all you do, just say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I receive these three gifts. That's all you do. It says We are saved. Romans 10. Let's go to Romans 10 quickly so we can end it. Romans 10. Romans 10. Romans 10, 8 to 13, 8 to 13 yeah. What does but it say? what does
0: it say? The word is near you. It is in your heart and in your mouth. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your
1: mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So how do you get saved? Believing that Christ died for your sins. He paid for your sin. So you believe in your at the death for your sins and say with your mouth, inviting 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 in him in. Okay, that is not over your life, and you are saved. That's all. That's all. Acts sixteen. Acts 16, 29, 34. Acts 16, 29, 34. So you don't pay penance for your sin. There's no money to go and pay to church to forgive you. Amen. Amen. You don't have to go and kill cows for forgiveness. Glory to God. Yeah. Acts sixteen. Yeah, go on. The jailer
0: called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, "Sirs, what must I do to be saved?" They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household.
1: See that? Believe and be saved. Not confess and be saved. Not confess all your sins to your bishop. You know, what saves you is believing. Someone says, well, "What? do I want to confess all my sins? How many can I confess? How many do you remember? Because you have to confess, if you miss one, then it did not work. You just have to name everything that Lord, the day they gave birth to me when I was two years old. Mommy said, sit, I did not sit down. Mommy said, stand, I did not stand. Jala, sit, I did not sit. Okay. <laughs> when I was four, I took me to the pot. When I was four, eight, four, day two. You know, how many will you remember? Are you understanding me? What saves you is believing. Some will say, you know, there are also, the, also ideologies that if I make a mistake right now and Christ comes now, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. How? So does it mean that salvation is, is, is a matter of time and chance? That if he comes after I said, I'm sorry, i go to heaven. He comes before then. So it's not a matter of timing. Come on. He has put on Christ the iniquity of us all. Do you understand? So, so, in the morning, going to work, you are, you are driving, and someone eats your car. Like, are you my? And Christ comes then. All the good you have done before, zero. Because Christ came in quote at the wrong time. You see how silly it is. That if you if you if you are now at like two more minutes, you'll say, "God, I'm sorry," but because He came for that two minutes. You know, just to it. It might not at all. Just cross it. Out. <laughs> Glory to God. God has put on Christ all your sins. All. 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 How do you get saved? Believe. Believe only. Put your faith in what Christ has done for you. Look at the cross. It says, Anyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you understand? Yes, so yes, we're not, we're not permitting sin. We're not. We're not. No, 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 no. the believer has a new nature. So sin is even under you, right? But this must be clear: that what says you is not good works; is God's good work in Christ. Do we understand? So, is anybody in the house this morning or online that is saying, "I understand that I've done. I've, I've, I've only done a lot, you know, or done a even in my thoughts." I have not, but I know that, you know, I need the mercy of God. I need to be saved. I need a brand new life. All you do is to believe and call on his name. So right now, all eyes closed. Not not necessarily, but, you know, some poor fish when eyes are open, so let's help them. Alright? So if you're in the room and um, you want to receive Christ this morning, you want this free salvation gift. It's free and you want it. You it's free, you're not paying for it. You want this free gift. Can you just help me put up your hand? Let me see you. Put up your hand. Let me see you. You want this free gift. If you are online, um, send us a mail instead of putting up your hand, alright? Send us a mail. Okay? But before then, right now in your room, still put up your hand, okay? Just put up your hand between you and God. Just just you know, communicating with God. If you're in the room also, put up your hand, okay? Don't be shy. Okay? Glory to God. Just say after me, Lord Jesus, I believe you died to pay for my sins. You were buried. You rose again to give me a brand new life. This morning, I accept this new life. This morning, I call on your name as my Lord. This morning, I receive your freaking righteousness. I am free this morning from sin. This morning, you are Lord of my life. This morning, I declare I am born again. Now, it's as simple as that, right? All we did is to actually believe and say this prayer. So if you have done that right with me right now, you are saved. So, you know, you should help us to, to, you know, to, to help you understand what, what this means and how you can grow in, you know, in your work with God. Send us a mail if you are online. If you are here also, you can just reach out to anybody, reach out to any of the ushers or, you know, at the back. Info at thescreenchurch.org. Info at the Info at the Okay? Info at Send us your phone number, your name, so we can be in touch with you. Are we blessed? Can we rise? Just tell him thanks for saving you. Give him thanks. Because there is therefore now for you no condemnation. Because you have walked free from guilt. You have walked free from sin. Because right now, sin has no power over you. Glory to God. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Thank you thank you. We could never repay you, Lord. We just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I will mean, thanking? I can't hear us. I like people praying out loud. That's more like it. I make making louder. giving thanks. Give thanks. That's more like it. Thank you. Oh, give you thanks. Lord, our God Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And I'll never be bound. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. free. I'll never be bound again. And I'll never be bound again. One more time. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Thank, thank God that I'm free. I'll never be bound again. And I'll never I'll be bound again. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free. <inaudible> thank God I'm free. I'll never <inaudible> be bound again. carrying that weight of guilt and shame. This morning, I pray for you that the grace of God will reach your heart right now and melt that hold of guilt and shame in the name of Jesus. That only because walk walk through right now and take off that burden of guilt in the name of Jesus that you walk free of that sin that does easily beset you in the name of Jesus. Hey, Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our
0: website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.